Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Lockwood, and on the surface, I teach you how to declutter your home so you can focus on what matters most to you as a mom, which I'm guessing isn't those laundry mountains, dishes stacked to the sky, and the tornadoes you clean up all day. My hope for this podcast is so much more than teaching you to declutter. I record all of my episodes live and in real time so that you can have the experience of a mom friend who gets you and is there for you. My audio isn't perfect, my kids might interrupt us, but the conversations we have are real, impactful, and proof that there are other moms like you that decluttering has worked for. If you want to join me and thousands of other moms for live episodes, go find us on Instagram and Facebook. 
Just search Motherhood Simplified and we'll welcome you with open arms. See you soon. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode. I'm sitting with Nicole, um, my friend now. I, I would say we're friends. Um, and <laughs> yes, she has been a part of the Motherhood Simplified group for a while. And we are, whenever you're listening to this, it's all still relevant. But she decluttered her home in 2020. She's been going through this journey for, I mean, a little bit, maybe about a year, maybe a little bit like right at a year when you first started. Um, and I've watched her story unfold. It's been super fun. I've been able to cheer her on and support her. And um, we're just going to talk today about what it's been like for her, how she did it, and all of the great things that have happened um, because she because she has decluttered in 2020, right? Um, the year that has completely wrecked all of our socks. <laughs> um, so Nicole, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Yes. Okay, so my first question, and for those of you who are watching live, if you have questions that come up, I'll kind of like monitor as much as I can and ask any questions that you have for her. But I always think it's really nice just to hear from like other real moms, right? Not just me. Um, so tell us, I know you and I have talked about this before, but tell us about how this started for you. Like what was the thing that made you be like, I should declutter my home? Oh, I mean, honestly, just, typical everyday life. We, we were just overwhelmed. And I mean, we still are in certain areas, but not as much, but I would probably say like for our entire marriage, I mean, I think it really started with, um, your wedding registry and the amount of pressure that you need to have all of these things. And we bought our first home and within a year we relocated to a different part of the state to be closer with family. And we didn't declutter any of that. We just kind of like picked it up with a newborn into the new house. And I mean, we just kind of skated by, we were always overwhelmed with everyday life. I mean, the dishes, the toys, the laundry, um, we had two kids back to back. So they're like 19 months apart and it was great, but it's, it was hard. Um, and we just, we had so much of it. So we really, I want to say it really took off though in like probably Christmas of 2017. It was a disaster. Um, we have big families on both sides. We get a lot of stuff plus with our things from Santa, um, it just, it was too much. So in the beginning of 2018, I bought the Marie Kondo book because figured I could buy a book for $10 and she'll solve everything. And she did, she, she took off a huge layer, but it never got down to this. Um, and then, you know, 2019, I would help my mom. Last year around this time, my friend Lauren, who's in this group, um, we always declutter. And her husband actually like jokes, like when Lauren starts to declutter, it's you talked to Nicole, didn't you? Because like she's throwing away everything. And we realized last year around this time that there was like roughly 
about eight to 10 weeks until the new year would start. So we would tackle one to two rooms, get the entire house ready for the new year, start it off like 2020, it's gonna be a great year. And then um, what I, I felt relief and we went on vacation in February. We always go to Punta Cana in February. And my husband would always laugh at me because I would reorganize everything, every shelf, every nook and cranny, make sure that there was nothing out of place. Because when you go from a rather larger house to living in a hotel room for an entire week and then coming back where stuff is everywhere, it would be so overwhelming for me. So um, I did that. We went to Punta Cana. It was great living out of a suitcase for a week. And then we came home and I remember just sitting on the couch. And even though everything was put away, I would just stare at the bookshelves and the TV stand and all the closets where there was a door where you could hide it. And I would just stare and be like, oh my God, like, I just feel like the walls are closing in. And, um, I, I want to say I joined this group probably in like January, maybe. And I would see everybody, um, decluttering and it just, I just needed to do it. <laughs> like it was just to the point now where it was too overwhelming. Even after Christmas, you have double the stuff coming in. You don't have the spot for it. Um, and that was it. I mean, we really, I tried, I tried a lot, but it just still wasn't working. Yes. Okay. So by the way, if you see stuff come through the chat, it's the notes from myself so that I remember what to follow up with you on. Um, okay. This is me trying to multitask. Um, so, okay. On the note of the hidden stuff in the closets, right? Like I, that was the kind of clutter that I had that was, that was like sneaky clutter because I could make, I could I could put on a good show. Like I could, I could like, if I knew, if I knew in advance that people were coming over, I could put on a good show. I could stack things and push things and hide it into the closets and under the beds. And I could line it up against the walls so that it appeared to be okay. Totally. Same. Yeah. I had those same feelings. All the bins. Oh, yes. Like everything. You could easily shove everything, like all the stuff that would be on a surface into one of those huge like TJ Maxx bags. And yeah. shove it in the closets, and they would all stack up, and it was great. Until <laughs> one day, my mother-in-law opened up the closet. It was the closet that I shoved all that crap in, and then I was like, "Oh my god, like don't don't open up anymore, please don't!" <laughs> it comes all crashing down <laughs> physically. Yes. Oh my gosh, yes, that and it's so true. And for anybody who's listening who has that same kind of stuff too. The reason that the like the rest of your house gets so out of control is because you don't have you don't have room to put the stuff that actually needs to be like in a closet, right? Like you don't actually have room to put your stuff to store it. Cause I will say that sometimes things do just need to be stored. But like for me, the reason that it would always look like a bomb went off is because I was like shoving it in all of these spaces and stacking it in the bags that you talk about. Okay. This is my dirty secret that I don't tell many people about, but when we moved, I was like, oh my gosh, what is wrong with me? On the tops of our kitchen cabinets were all of these plastic bags full of like papers, toys, like random little toys and trinkets and like 
cords <laughs> all on the top of my kitchen shelves or like in the cabinet above the fridge. It's like I would just sh shove stuff in there. Um, but that's why things like your kitchen, why you feel like no wonder I felt like I didn't have any space because I was doing that. <laughs> oh, totally. I mean, I yeah. was the queen of organizing the clutter and then reorganizing it. So yeah. like everything in the closet would be in a shelf or folded in the Marie Kondo way. But then once the laundry would come in, I didn't have the space to fold anymore. So then you just start shoving and you try to jam those drawers in instead of just going through it to be like, all right, like I don't need these 15 shirts that haven't fit for two years, but I'm still gonna keep them in there. Like it just, it just got shoved. Yes. Okay, so another thing, have you ever had this happen? Let me know guys in the chat if you've had this happen. If you have drawers and you're doing the shoving thing of like, okay, the drawers are full, but there's clean laundry that needs to be put away. And then maybe you decide to pull out the drawers and refold everything. But then you reach back behind the drawer and you're like, why isn't this closing? And it's because the shirts and the, everything has fallen behind the drawer and it won't close. So then you pull out like five magical shirts and you're like, this is like a clown car that just never ends. Like there's so much stuff in it. Um, have you guys done that? Let me know. Um, <laughs> um, okay. So that's a really good picture of like where you were before. And I know you had done Marie Kondo, which... I like Marie Kondo. I think she's, I mean, she's got great, especially like the whole like spark joy thing. At first when I heard about her, I was like, that's not, that's, that makes no sense at all. And now I understand it because I'm decluttered. Um, but what was like, when you got into the group, what was the thing that like got you going and really excited? So it was honestly, <clears throat> after Christmas, I told myself one of my new year's resolutions that I never followed through, but I was really determined this year was to really go kind of like the minimalist route, but I knew I couldn't go like full hardcore minimalist. So I went on Facebook and I joined all these groups. And within a month, I honestly unrolled myself from all the groups because they were so mean. Um, and I remember trying to think like, oh, like I'll post a photo of a place that I need some help with. But like seeing the other women that would just berate the person who posted the photo, I was mortified. I could not even allow myself to do something like that. Um, so I pretty much deleted myself from all of those groups. Um, but your group honestly was the game changer. You had women who were in my position. You had women that were out of my position where like my future is right now. You had people that I really looked in inspired to. Um, and everybody was so nice. You have people here that are inviting and friendly and give tips. Um, I loved the emails that I would receive when I signed up for the emails. I would love looking at the group where we would do the resets, the 15 minutes, start, you know, set your timer, pick up stuff for 15 minutes. And it was just enough momentum of the ball to get rolling where it would just continue into the other rooms. Um, and that worked. And then um, the pandemic just, just slapped us in our faces. <laughs> so we didn't have, um, I didn't have time to really pick up the house. Um, I mean, we kind of knew what was kind of happening, but Thursday at 12 o'clock, 
I knew that my kindergartner at the time was coming home at three o'clock and we didn't know when he was going back to school. And it really shook me. Um, it took a lot out of me to try to figure out how to teach a kindergartner. And I have an education background. Um, I have a master's in education, but I mean, it kind of went all out the window when I had the kids and trying to pick up to get back into the mindset of not only being, you know, the mother that has all the other roles, but now I'm also the teacher role. And I have to make sure that at the time, my three-year-old and my five-year-old were doing these things, but also juggling all the other house stuff. So like, I would have to sit at the computer, you know, the computer with my five-year-old while he was crying about how he didn't, he didn't understand the line. Like, how was he supposed to do this? And then you have the other one making a mess. You have dishes everywhere. And it just showed me that I, I wasn't done. Like I thought I did enough until my world stopped and we had to be stuck in the house and it was scary. <laughs> it was really scary. Um, but after a while, once you kind of got, we got into the groove, um, we would declutter and um, it was your, your clothing course that you put out as a little trial that really got me. Um, so I did the group, I did some things, I try to still do it by myself. Um, I think I ended up I don't know when you did the closed course, if it was before the Mother's Day sale, like promo sale or after, but it was, I bought the course um, and then the clothing course came out. And I remember shutting my kids doors. And if you go back to like one of my first, I think it was probably my first or second post, like the amount of children's clothes I have, it's a serious problem. Um, I love little boys clothes. We know that we want another child. At one point I have saved everything. I'm talking onesies with fit up. I'm talking about mismatched socks. I'm talking about baby shoes of 20 pairs that my kids didn't even wear, but I still have to hold on to them. Um, and it got to the point with the clothing course that I locked myself in the kids room. It was right around the time where we were switching out the winter clothes to the spring and summer and like the amount of clothes I have like I have I had bins downstairs of certain sizes from my older son to pass on to the younger son I had clothes to save I had to the point also because it was so bad that our guest bedroom closet also had clothes hanging in there of like the sweaters or the really cute button downs and the polos and to re- configure the closets when it was time to switch out for the seasons it it takes me an entire day um and I locked myself in with the computer I told nobody to come in <laughs> and I took everything out I emptied every bin onto the floor I and like all of them from you know the downstairs basement I had the huge TJ Maxx home good bags full of other clothes of hand-me-downs or the Christmas clothes that I have to put in. And I just emptied it all out and I did your clothes course in like two hours um, and just continued to have it on replay. And to the point where I, I only have like a small bin now of stuff to save for a potential third son, 
which at this point, I think I'm just going <laughs> to toss because by the time they actually wear the clothes, I mean, you're talking about a good five, six years age gap, and that stuff is just not going to look cute. Right. Where on my kids prior. So just time to get some new stuff. Um, but like now all their clothes just fit in their closets of spring, summer, fall, and winter. Um, that makes me so happy. Oh. So that was definitely, I mean, the Trello boards with the clothes course got me plucked. <laughs> so. Okay. That was, that was the first, that was like like how I will always remember Nicole, everybody is like her, me waking up to this post of her at like 5 a.m. being like, oh my God, like in all caps, like this is the greatest thing ever. Like, and she was just like on fire. Of like, I have like goosebumps talking about it too. She was so excited. She was like, this is working. And it, like, that's one of the things that I hope everybody gets out of this is like decluttering doesn't have to suck. It can be one of like the most energizing, empowering things ever to be like, I've got this, I'm in control. And she was like, and I've got the boards and I sent it to my mom. So yes. my mom knows, cause, and this is what happens because one of the things that everybody asks all the time is like, how do I tell people not to get me stuff? And I'm like, well, you can't really, because you can't control other people. Like we don't, we learn from the time we're little, like worry about yourself. You can't control other people. You can only control yourself. But what you can do is like what Nicole did. She went, she took complete ownership of her home and her stuff. And then was like, Hey, when you get us stuff, here's a list of the things that we need, right? Here's the gaps that are missing in the kids' wardrobes. And if you want photos to like go with the court, like the, the color scheme, like Hey, he already has like Hulk shirts or whatever it is that he has, right? Get some other things that go with it. Um, I wonder if I could pull up the Trello board on my phone to like show like how crazy I was with the OCD of taking all the photos. I might be able to. Um, I can pull it up. I don't know if you could like, I'm so like not tech savvy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. How, there we go. Really, um, decluttering doesn't have to suck. It doesn't have to suck. It can be fun. It can be empowering. It can be exciting. It can be, you can be a crazy person like Nicole, who's like up at 5 a.m., super excited to just get this done and then take on the rest of your day, right? Because ultimately what clutter does is take control of your day and it's, it steals it from you, honestly. Um, like you said, like the way that you put it of like sitting on your couch and like yeah, I mean, it's fine. Everything's fine. But you know what's, you know what's behind everything. <laughs> you know, one closet door opening could literally come crashing down on you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, okay, super exciting. That's exactly how I remember you. I will always remember you. Like, what a game changer. This has changed my life. <laughs> it really is. I mean, I have to still, I have to update my Trello boards. Um, but yeah. it totally just having it there and being like, oh my God. And I, I honestly still will tell everybody like, they're like, oh, I don't know what you're like. Oh my God. Have you heard about Trello? Like you have to get this. <laughs> you could do this and this and this and this. And I mean, it just, it just made life easier. Yeah. You're on the Trello train too. I know everyone's always like, don't even bother commenting, Krista. We know you're going to say Trello. <laughs> 
Um, okay, so I wanted to go back and, and touch on a couple of things that you and I talked about, um, like before we got on here, like a month ago when we started talking about scheduling this, um, a couple of things that you said that I think other people can relate to and kind of just a note of encouragement to everybody who's listening um, and is in the group is like what Nicole said about the community is what I hope, like if you get one thing out of this group, I hope it's exactly what Nicole said is that come as you are and we will welcome you and accept you and give you tips based on where you are, right? Like the whole point of decluttering is not to be able to have like a, a show worthy home where you can post these perfect pictures right? And be like, look how much of a minimalist I am. Like I literally say in my branding, I teach decluttering for moms who don't want to become a full-blown minimalist because that's so much pressure, right? As moms, we have enough pressure to, to do all of these things. Like that's not one more thing we need to add to our list of things to do. Um, so if you are listening, know that if that's what you're looking for, we are your people. <laughs> we can teach you how to declutter practically in a way that meets your needs and doesn't make you feel like you're not doing enough or like you're just trying to keep up with other people in some other kind of way. Um, we'll just meet you as you are. If you guys are listening on the podcast, you can't see this, but behind me is my husband's 27 suits, right? And all of his shoes, right? Like this is not a quote minimalist type of thing. But there is a lot of power in like the essence of simplicity and and like simplifying everything around you and reducing the things that are making your life hard. Um, so I wanted to let you guys all know, like, this, that's if you're looking for that kind of a group, we're your people and come find us in the Motherhood Simplified group. Um, and the other thing that you said, um, two other things, I put my nose over here, just about the group too, is like you said that there were there were people who were like further along than you giving you support and you could see people like where you were at and you could see now, I think, especially you can see people who were or who are where you were. Yes. Yes. And I didn't know that you had a, a master's in education, but I have an education background too. Um, specifically in Montessori and one of the components, like the, one of the philosophies of Montessori is putting like mixed ages together. So you won't hear of like a second grade Montessori classroom. You'll hear of age groups of like three to six, six to nine, nine to 12, because the idea is that the younger kids are able to learn from the older kids, right? And you learn better from a peer, right? Kids from other kids, but then the older kids get to teach the younger kids and get to master their skills and like solidify their knowledge, right? And their skills and their expertise. and. That's what I hope happens in the group, like the entire motherhood simplified community too. It's like we have all of these moms at varying degrees. And the point is not to get to this end result, right? The point is just to kind of move along that scale of like, this is where I'm at. I can help people over here and I can get support from people who are a little bit further along than me. Um, and I just wanted to let everybody know that too. Like that's one of the things that I hope to facilitate in all of the spaces it's like you can give and receive and you can learn from people and you can teach other people and it's kind of like a scale rather than like an end result that we're trying to get to totally. <laughs> yes um and the last thing that i think is funny that i wrote that i wanted to touch on is like you're talking about all of the clothes that you kept which i've done um i saved everything 
every hand-me-down, every single thing I bought, every, literally everything for all of my kids. And then when I would go through them, I would discover that I had clothes that also still had spit up on them. And I'm like, what was I thinking? <laughs> like, why did I You had to, and you know, you could easily take the stains up. You can't. Sometimes you just can't. They just have to be thrown away. Yes, exactly. And that's one of the things that I would do is like, I have to keep all of these clothes. We're going to need them. And then I went through them and like half of them were not even wearable or usable because they were worn out because they had stains because I, because I was so far behind on laundry that I was like, I'm just going to put them all in this box and I'll deal with it when I deal with it. And what ended up happening was like having clean clothes mixed in with actual, literally dirty clothes that I was saving for my future kids. (laughs) And it made no sense. Um, that's just what happens when you have too much stuff. Or you, for my, one of my biggest things too, was I would have so much, but I would forget what I already purchased. So when I would go to the store and I would see like the cutest little bathing suit that, you know, my four-year-old had to have, and then I'd come home and I'd throw it in a bag or bin just of, I'll deal with it when we have to change out. And then I would take them all out during that huge long day and realize like, oh, my son has like 10 bathing suits. <laughs> like I don't need them. Um, or I would save them because it looks so cute on one kid that, you know, it would look so adorable on the other one. And then they don't match up in sizes. Yeah. Uh, my first son was born close to nine pounds. My other one was a preemie. So the seasons never matched up. And then I would still hold on to the stuff because I'm having another child and I'll just save it for the next one. And it's just like this vicious cycle that you just have to get rid of it. Yeah. That's so much easier. Yeah. I love that. Um, okay. So let's talk like a little bit about like the logistics of how you did this because you did it while your kids were at home, while we were trying to figure out a pandemic. Um, and obviously, you know, on paper, your conditions weren't ideal. So what did it, what was it actually like to actually like get this done and get the stuff out of your house? Um, honestly, it was hard. It was hard at first. Um, but as the course continued, um, like I needed the time to, I wasn't in proper mindset in March when the pandemic first hit our state with the lockdowns. Um, and it took your closed course in like May, June, and then it really took, um, what really lit the fire underneath me was when you were saying that this course was going to be a four week course. Um, that I needed the end date, not only with, um, myself, but it was nice to know that there was like a good chunk of women that were going to do the same like we're all starting on this date and week end, week one ends on this date. And we're all going to post the photos and we're all going to um, encourage people to just kind of let it out. And so it really, that is what helped. Um, it also helped making sure that I knew how to get it out of my house. The Goodwills just don't work for me. Um, only because it's stays in my basement until I'm ready to go or and then at that point my kids find half the stuff that I should have totally gotten out of the house three months ago which is happening now um and it's their favorite (laughs) it's always their favorite the the stick is their favorite 
Uh, now, you know, my little one is holding around a stick that he painted as a Harry Potter wand. Fine. Totally fine. I can't forget about it at one point. I'm, I'm getting rid of it. Um, but they, um, I, what I did was we have the veterans truck that can come. So I already have one scheduled for next Friday, like Black Friday to come. Um, but having them scheduled weekly or every two weeks definitely helps because they're coming. And I feel at that point, if the truck is going to come, it might as well pick up a lot of stuff. Like, I don't want to just leave out a box. At that point, I could bring it to Goodwill. Um, but like, if it's a lot of stuff, it's, I don't know, for me, I feel like just not less is more, but more is less now. So like, just yes. leave it all out. Um, I mean, I have, I have two young boys. Um, they are attached at the hip to me. Um, I give praise to my husband who has them right now. So I can do this without them, you know, mama, I need this, I need that. Um, but you know, you had during the pandemic, you have the two kids on you. I had a husband who I was so used to, um, traveling for work and having long work hours where he would leave the house at like six o'clock in the morning. He wouldn't come home till eight. Um, and for him, it really shook him because he was home. So by the time he would come home at eight, the kids were showered, dinner was done of the kids. The kids were in bed. The house was spotless. It was like Mary Poppins came in and then he was home and he saw the amount of work <laughs> that really had to get done in a day to day. Um, I used to nag him to be like, you have to get rid of your stuff and da, da, da. And then it was like, he doesn't view the house stuff as his. It's not personally his. He views it as mine because I bought it. Um, so he doesn't want to do half the stuff. Like even this round, it was all, I told him, I was like, listen, I'm doing another round, you know, do you want to be a part of this? He's like, I only want to be a part of the stuff that you think I'm going to care about. Other than that, like if it's throw pillows, you don't want me to buy them in the first place. So like, let's get rid of them. I, I don't need him to sign off on that. The, the toys. I mean, I'm the one that really makes the list for, you know, when somebody asks, what does your child need? I give them the list. He has no idea. Um, and that's not to put him down. It's just, it's the way that our life and how we have set up our family that, I mean, he has bigger fish to fry. He doesn't need to worry about how many Duplo Legos we have and we don't want another set or how we're going to get rid of it. Um, so it, it, you just have to make it a priority. Um, you know, I, I could be scrolling through my phone on Facebook for 30 minutes, or I could tackle a surface. Um, but your group really motivated me to make sure like, okay, like by the end of the week, we're going to like, we're going to post the photos of your before desk photo and after, and it's not going to be perfect. Um, and that's okay. Um, but the biggest thing is that you, you started somewhere and you're trying to really just try to make it better. Um, so it, those four weeks of doing the course with the other women, it definitely helped. It definitely kept me focused. Um, I mean, you could buy every book you want. I, I have, it doesn't, it doesn't work. <laughs> like it just, at least for me, it does not work. I've tried. Um, and this did. And I mean, I still have the kids home. I mean, the kids went back to school for two months and we found out last Friday that they are home. 
um, because of the uptick in cases in COVID in our area. Um, they're supposed to go back next Monday, they are not. So now they just keep on pushing it. And I mean, because I've gotten so much out now, and we just started this again, um, another round of it, like, I'm okay. Like, I know how to do it because the kids aren't going to go away. My husband's not going to go away, but the stuff is clearly, it has to go away in order to, you know, really make room for the things that matter in life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, two things that I want to touch on is first of all, like you talk about needing the accountability, like there is a very small percentage of people in the world who can do things just like, just say, I'm going to do this. Like, I'm going to declutter my house. And then they just declutter their house. There's a very small percentage of people who are like that, like with anything that they do, they're the type of people who are like, I'm going to wake up in the morning and I'm going to work out every day of my life. And that's just who, what it's going to be like. There's this guy I follow on um, Instagram. His name's Jocko Willink. He's not exactly appealing to moms, <laughs> But um, he's the kind of person who just like, I'm going to wake up every day at 4.30 a.m. I'm going to do a workout. I'm going to do boop, 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 boop. And they're very like the type who can just like do things, right? Without like external accountability. Most people need external accountability and they need a guide, right? Especially um, moms, I think. <laughs> I'm speaking for myself, but I think a lot of people can relate. It's like, especially as a mom where I have a million and one distractions pulling me in all different directions. Like I need some kind of a date and some kind of a structure to be like, you're going to do this and you're going to do it by this time. And then it just is like, I'm like, okay, like I'm going to do it. I have to do it. And if I don't, that's okay. Right. Like the world isn't going to come crashing down, but I am like way more likely. And there's a lot of studies that show this to actually do the thing. When I do that, when I say I'm going to do this in this way, by this date. And then I actually get it done. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think a lot of times we're like, what's wrong with me? You know, I say, I want to do these things. I say, I want to work out. I want to eat better. I want to wake up earlier. And we wonder what's wrong with us and nothing's wrong with you. People need accountability. And a lot of time accountability comes from community, right? It's why society is structured the way that it is, right? It's why jobs have deadlines and structures and hierarchies and all of these things. And churches and schools and classrooms and literally everything is formatted around these kinds of structures. So um, I love that it was hard for me to admit that I need that <laughs> too, because I felt like, especially as a mom, I should just be able to do these things. Um, but we can't a lot of times, unless we have like a community and some kind of structure around it to actually get it done. And that's okay if you need that too. Um, so the last thing that I want to talk to you about though, is like what what is your life like now after decluttering? Like, how has it changed? <laughs> it, I mean, it's just unrecognizable. Um, I am so much more happier. Um, I never realized the amount of clutter in my house would really affect the way that I felt. Um, I, I mean, before decluttering my house, I mean, everybody has everybody has your bad days, but when your bad days turn into like bad years and you can't get out of it, there has to be something that can help you. And for me, it was honestly getting rid of my stuff. Um, I still have plenty of stuff to do another round of this. <laughs> like it, I didn't just get rid of it all. I, I got rid of a huge amount. Um, I have time to breathe. I mean, 
when my kids were in school, I literally, we ended the course that week as they were in school. Um, so I have my four-year-old who goes to preschool. He did go to preschool Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, like 1230 to three. And then I had my son who's now in first grade that would leave the house at 815. He doesn't come back home until 315. And I would just sit on the couch. Like all these women, when I was at my worst and they would be posting, like, I have time to do whatever I want. I'm like, you're a liar. (laughs) 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 I didn't have it. And it was like, how the hell are they doing it? And then I got to the point where I would just sit there. I mean, I literally would watch the dragonflies swarm around my, like my car windows. I had time to read a book. I had time to like throw the load of laundry in and then still sit down. Like I don't have the piles of laundry anymore in like, I mean, we had, we had six laundry baskets for four people. And one would be for towels, one would be for sheets, and then we each would have one. And what I would do was like Sundays or laundry day or whatever day it would be. And I would tack it all, but then it got overwhelming. And then I didn't want to put it away because then I was tired Um, and you had your day-to-day life and then it would start to build. And then you would have the clean clothes in the basket and then right next to it, the dirty clothes on the floor. Like I don't have that anymore. If like I see now, a basket needs to be done. So I won't have time right now to do it because we'll be heading out. But like when I get home, I'll just throw it in and then I'll put it in the dryer. And then if I have time tonight to fold it, great. If I don't, then tomorrow I'll just start it up. Like I'll re, you know, warm it up and then fold it. So there's not so many creases. Um, I have time to help my sister and my mom with laundry and my dad and brother back in September when you know, the apartment washers and dryers weren't working. I was so caught up with my own stuff that I could take it in. Um, There was a woman yesterday, I can't remember her name though, that said like she went to her friend's house who was pregnant and she just scooped up like the Amy. Yes. And like did it. And it's just like, how cool is that that you have the time and I have the time that I could do this. I mean, my mom and I, we started to, um, really just meal prep. Um, it started being like, okay, like we'll just meal prep, um, for extra, like we'll just whatever for the week. And then it was, well, how cool would this be if we could, um, make double of it and we'll freeze it for December. So then we started where it was like, we're not cooking in December. (laughs) Like we're going to cook it all now or freeze certain things. Um, or marinate your chicken and your steak in a Ziploc bag and throw it in the freezer. And all you have to do is put it in the oven in December, like easy, quick meals. But I didn't have time to do that. I mean, I barely had time. I'd go grocery shopping. I'd be exhausted from grocery shopping. And then I look at my husband and like, let's order a pizza. Like I just, it was too exhausting to do all these things. Um, I have time to have family night. I mean, I used to put on a movie for my boys and say, sit on the couch. And now I'm going to go clean up. Like I could physically watch a movie with them start to finish unless I fall asleep during it. But like, there's nothing else holding me back from just sitting on the couch. Um, It has opened up communication with my son. He has a lot of anxiety, especially with the pandemic right now. Um, But like I could physically, I now have the mental space because I closed out all the other tabs that of 
the things I need to declutter. And I could just sit there and talk to him to make sure like he's okay. I didn't have time for that. I mean, prior to that, I would have been like, write it down or like talk to your father. Like, I don't have time. I got to do the dishes. Um, and it's just, it's easier. I, we have had a really rough, um, couple months after the course that if I didn't do, if I didn't declutter my house, I don't know the state where I would be in. Um, my husband has had a lot of health issues where it didn't matter what my house looked like. And there would be times after doctor's appointments that it looked like a bomb went off, but I've decluttered enough where I know that they actually have a spot in the house. It wasn't that I was going to shove it in a closet that was already ready. You know, I have time now to really focus in on him to make sure he's okay. And the house isn't falling apart. Um, I used to think all the time a couple of summers ago, like, I mean, I would really, it got to the point of how bad it was for me where I would, I would wish that something would happen to the house where all the stuff would just be gone. Um, I would joke saying that I wish, um, I could literally take everything out of my house and put it on the front yard and literally just point to the things that I wanted and drive away for the entire day and come home and it would be spotless because it, it takes a lot to get it out of the house. But once you start it, it really helps. And I just, like, I remember saying to you um, when you were asking the questions, when I had the time to like sit in the car and stuff, um, like in Aladdin, when a when the genie finally gets the handcuffs off and he's, you know, buzzing around being like, I'm free, I'm free. Like, that's how I felt. Like, you know, when somebody called me like, Hey, you want to go get a coffee? It's like, sure. Like, let's just go get my purse and go. Um, the kids, you want to go play outside? Like I had time to play out, play. Like I wasn't sitting there on the chair being like, Oh my God, I have to redo the garage. Like I'll have time to do that. Like I could do this now. And I've realized too, during this, like every mom has, somebody used the analogy at one point. I don't know who it was. I don't know if it was in this group or just randomly, but you know, moms have all these balls that they juggle. And sometimes the balls are plastic and sometimes they're glass. And sometimes glass balls will drop, but you could drop the plastic balls. Like it's not going to affect certain things. And the course really helped me prioritize what was a necessity in my life, what I really wanted to keep. And all the plastic was the crap that just, I thought I had to juggle and I didn't need to. Um, and it's so much easier to deal with life, you know, during a pandemic, during health scares, during now teaching the kids again, distance learning, but like it's easier now without all the other crap around me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that analogy. I've never heard that one before. Um, but that's so good. Permission for all of you to let those plastic balls drop, which in your real life looks like your clutter. <laughs> um, okay, so I love I love everything about this because everything, the reason that I love like getting to talk to you and other moms is like, I know that this stuff happened for me, but it's so nice to hear um, it happening for other people, right? Because all, like I hear it so many times from the moms who do declutter their home. Um, all of these things happen, but I wanted to touch on a few um, that really stuck out to me about what you said that I hope like solidifies into people's minds of like, yes, like that's, that's what I want. Um, first thing being that, okay, I thought it was so funny too, because you, you said it very eloquently <laughs> on here. 
but I know the feeling and I kind of want to like dive into that a little bit because I think a lot of people can relate to it. But when you were saying that you're like seeing posts from these other moms and it was probably me because I do try to showcase this, this aspect of like, I have five kids in 2020 and I can sit on the couch and do nothing and I can drink my hot coffee and I have free time. I can normalize that. But what you said is like, I would see these posts of moms being like, I have free time. I can sit and you're like, okay, you're a liar. How many of you feel that way when you see those pictures, like when you see those posts or you see people talking about like, I decluttered my house and now I have free time. I can sit by myself and my kids will play. Like how many of you guys are like, she's a liar. She's a liar and she's a bragger. <laughs> I, I really did. I mean, I would get so pissed. Like, I remember when you're like, oh, just do one load of laundry, start to finish it. It'd be fine. I'm like, no, you're lying. Like, because you can't. Like, you just can't, like, how is that possible? And then I did it and I was like, oh, it works. And then I would start, I mean, I say it to my sister now and it's like, just do one load. Like once the basket is filled, just do it. Don't wait for a laundry day. Like, and then you also have to declutter the stuff that doesn't fit you. Like you don't need, yeah, like it's great that you can have like 30, 40 sweaters, but like realistically, you really don't need all of them. And I think we get so swooped up in the idea of like, we follow all these people on Instagram and Facebook that are, um, I don't know what you want, influencers. And it's like, oh yes, like J Crew has that sweater on sale for $50 and then you buy it and it doesn't look great on you. And then you still keep it in, you know, your closet. And then if I just lost 15 pounds, it would look great on me. No, like just it's really hard to really normalize. I mean, even in society, like we are just constantly told all the time, like you just need more stuff. You need more bins. You need more shelves. If you reorganize this, you could have it this way. Like, no, you just have to get rid of it. Yeah. Um, I love that. Change your just like, stop saying like, oh, I just need to do this. I just need to have this. No, you just need to declutter it. And I <laughs> um, so on that same, hopefully I can communicate this the right way to you guys, but if you're feeling those things, if you're seeing these posts and I do my best to like show you like the real full picture, like the full scope of it, because it's not like I'm just sitting around doing nothing all day. Um, I have five kids, so it gets crazy and it gets a lot. And there are days sometimes where I, I will still have days where I don't get to sit down. Right. And I don't get to like have a breather, but overall, I do have a lot of margin. I do have a lot of time. Um, and I know that if it was a particularly rough day, it's easy to recover from, or even a rough few weeks, right? Like a lot of us have been having during 2020 is like a lot of intensity. I know that it will be over soon. And I know that ultimately I can snap back to like, okay, everything's fine. Right. I just need, you know, I just need to recover and it's fine. But, um, if you, if you find yourself feeling those things of being like, I don't believe that, like, it can't be possible. It's, she's a liar. And also a big part of you is like, I want that. You can have that, right? Lean into that, lean into those feelings and be like, why is this making me so angry? Why do I feel like, you know, blocking her because I think she's a liar and, and ask yourself like, okay, so what did she do to get to that point? Because you can do it for yourself too use those feelings as your jet fuel to, to make a change. Right. And I, I don't ever post things to 
be braggy, to be honest. I do it because I want to normalize not being stressed out all the time. I want to normalize having breathing room for mom and normalize having free time and normalize these other things that you, that you um, talked about, especially with your son. Um, I think I've done a podcast episode on it before of like how decluttering allowed me to be more intuitive and in tune with my kids and pick up on the, on, on things like, it really seems like, you know, my son has had more bad days the last couple of weeks than he has good days. Like what's going on with that? Things like that. I wouldn't, I, I had never noticed before because I was so busy. Like you said, I had so many tabs open. I couldn't notice those things. Um, and just like subtleties within their personalities and their days um, that I, I am in tune with them now more than I'm not and more in tune with what they need versus messes and, and fires that I need to put out, if that makes sense. So I love that you touched on that too, because especially in 2020, like a lot of stuff has come up for my kids. They're mm -hmm. lonely, right? They're lonely. They miss their friends. Nothing is normal. Is They wonder like, what's it going to be like next year? Are we ever going to get back to being able to play with our friends? Are we ever going to be able to play sports again in a normal way? Right. Um, and so I think that's one of the things too, is like, it just gives you that, that space to be like, okay, what do like, how do I need to show up for my family? And even like my husband, I, I've talked about this a lot too. Um, and I won't go too far into it, but it, it, it helped us so much of like, okay, I can't, I can no longer be low key resentful of him because everything's taken care of. Right. Like he is helping. He does do a lot for us. So why, why are we still having these uncomfortable feelings of like, really just making me mad and I, I don't want to see your face right now like it's not because he's not helping with the dishes it's not because he didn't help with the laundry it's not because the house is a mess so what is it right and then we can address those actual things um so. <laughs> that um and just being able to like watch a movie uninterrupted with my kids is so huge I'm like I don't have to fold laundry while we watch the movie I can just watch the movie with you I can just laugh at the jokes in the movie. Right. To watch those, you know, those kinds of movies. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. Okay. Um, I think that's pretty much it. I love I've loved watching you do this. I love how supportive you are of everybody else of like encouraging them of like just do it. Like you can do this too. So thank you for that. Um Thank you for taking the time to share with everybody too. I know um, lots of people are going to be able to relate to you and find a lot of value from it. No, I'll have to try to find some like old photos. I used to really not take the photos because I was mortified, but I'll have to try to like go on the external to, or like even post again, like the clothes yes. <laughs> I, I had and you know, I have your closed screenshot of that original post. I have it saved. I'm like, it's so good. <laughs> oh my God, it was so bad. <laughs> so good, but it was so bad. But it was, it was just like, it was, I think it was definitely your turning point of like, she's got this, like she can, I can send her on her way now. She's got this. She knows what to do. <laughs> it definitely, it's, it's nice to, it's just nice to be where I am now. And it's nice to have um, friends and family that are close to me start the process. Um, and it's just, it's nice to see that all the other stuff is gone. Um, 
I mean, Christmas is coming. Christmas for me was like the worst time of the year um, because we had everything. We, we have family that buy a lot um, and we have two kids. And I know with you having five, like, you know, if it's different, like if every kid got three things for you, well, you have 15 things. Um, for us, I mean, every kid at the end of the day would have like 50 things, no joke, like between clothes and toys and random stuff. And if you don't have the space for it, it's overwhelming. Um, and you know, for winter for us is like, that should be like one of the best times of the year and we should be thankful and just really happy. And, you know, I shouldn't have to feel bitter about the amount of toys that my kids have received. And this year is definitely it's easier. I mean, this is the first year when somebody texts me to say, Hey, I'm thinking of your kid for this. Can we get it? I really haven't had to say no, like get it. Sure. Let's see if they'll like it. And I don't have to instantly think like, well, that's getting donated. Um, or I'm not opening this up. It's getting regifted. Like, no, we could open it. Let's see how it is. But it's because we've, we've made the space for those things. And I've also shifted the mindset, um, which I think the whole mindset is like a huge other thing. <laughs> Take a whole day. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we should do it. Yeah, we should definitely do a follow-up episode after Christmas to see how it went for you. Cause I know, um, I don't want to, I don't want to put ideas in your head, but I do know that one of the things that comes up for people, like when they do declutter and they have their first Christmas, they're afraid of all of their work coming undone. But when you have that strong mindset behind it, it doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. You're like, it's fine. Everything's fine. Like we yeah, I mean, we it is what it is. We'll have to see. <laughs> yes. I hope I don't come unraveled, but I don't think I will. I really don't. Um, and it will be nice to see all the other moms and their progress and the new moms that are coming in and for all of us to cheer on and it will be fun. Yes. And okay. Yeah. We're going to have to do a follow-up episode because now I'm like, oh my gosh, I have so many more things we can talk about. Um, but for anybody who is listening, if you're listening to this um, in 2020 before um, November 30th, you can get the course that she talks about that she used. It's on sale. It only goes on sale twice a year for Black Friday, which is right now. I do it before Black Friday. We don't do it just one day. Um, <laughs> but you can get into that. It's Decluttering Simplified. It is a four-week plan. You don't have to do it in four weeks. You get lifetime access. Um, and then after your four weeks, you get access to Toy Decluttering 101. You get access to Clothes Decluttering 101, which is the one that Nicole geeked out on and was like, yes. Um, you get, um, what is it? Oh, the maintenance mode. So it's, it's everything you need to do it in a systematic way. You have the full plan. You have all of the accountability. It makes it super, super simple and super fun. Um, it's Decluttering Simplified, you can find it on my site or in the link or in the comments or wherever. You can Google it, Decluttering Simplified, and it should pop up. Um, but thank you so much for being here. And everybody, you can go find her in the Facebook group. You can search her name. You can try and find her original Trello <laughs> course, game-changing moment. Um, and we will all see you all on the next episode. Hey, real quick, before you go. I just wanted to let you know, you're not a terrible housekeeper. You just have too much stuff and you might have some toddlers. I wanted to invite you to Decluttering Simplified, the four week plan to help you declutter your entire home top to bottom in the simplest way possible. Yes, it can be easy. Yes, you can do it. Stop shifting your clutter around. 
you know, the thing you do where you don't really know what to do with the stuff. So you try to put it in the closet or move it to another space of the house, or maybe you even packed it up into nice little containers, but ultimately you're just organizing your clutter and that's not gonna get you to where you wanna be. Decluttering simplified is your four week plan. You don't have to do it in four weeks. You get lifetime access to it, but I promise you, once you get started, you're not gonna wanna stop until the four weeks is up. In addition to this four week plan, you get to join the Decluttering Simplified group and myself twice a month for live co-decluttering sessions. This is where we hop on Zoom together. I play you some super fun and kid-friendly music and you get 30 minutes to declutter with all of us together to help keep you on track. I promise you will love this. You will have so much fun and best of all, you will get your house decluttered in no time. If you wanna get into Decluttering Simplified, just go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash decluttering simplified, or you can find the link in the show notes of this episode. I can't wait to see you inside. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the Motherhood Simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.